Hey, what's up, everybody? It's six. <laughs> wow, that's Shannon. Hey, yeah, this is Shannon. That was a choice. I like this that is Shannon for you. Do you have a lish? No, no lisp here. Oh, uh, I have a lish. Do you? I've been in speech therapy. Well, I was in speech therapy for years because I had like a speech impediment and an accent. So, Mercury, I, you have Mercury first or 12th? I have Mercury first. On the descendant, though, right? In the ascendant, yeah. Or on the ascendant. Did I say descendant? Um, no, I don't think it's that close to the ascendant. The only thing I have on the ascendant is Venus. Well, either way, still makes kind of makes some sense. But uh, anyway, what's up? Hey, how you doing? You got uh, some natal retrogrades. No, you only have Venus, right? I have natal Venus retrograde. Yeah, I have natal Mars retrograde. So hmm. are you ready for Mars retrograde? I'm happy it's going to be in Aries. Like it's my chart ruler. So even I guess like. <laughs> I <laughs> I feel like I feel like it's gonna feel just like Pisces season, but on go. Like you feel like you can't stay still, and you're in a constant state of having to go, but wanting to reflect. Yeah, I mean, and also it's gonna be like you know time to just completely tear down <laughs> everything and start the revolution, right? I feel so. I feel like. Uh, I feel like in every revolution, because like, think about it. I don't know if there are any gamers listening, but when you play like League of Legends, you had your defense people and they're like freaking tanks. Like they're built, they're ready to take the, they're like, nah, we're going to take out the trash. Those are the people that you see in the protests. And, and then you have the people who are more on the attack. They're more lean. They can wiggle around. They're doing their own things, whatever. And it's like, okay, okay, we're going to make sure these people are juiced up. And then you have your support people. And they usually look like little mythical creatures, like very pretty (laughs) ladies or lads. They just like look like they don't take poops. Or if they do take poops, that they're really, really cute poops. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I... And the revolution, I am an emotional support creature. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Well, yeah, I feel like that, too, though, with my Mars and Cancer, I do really do feel like a more of the emotional support creature than uh, out there in front of. Yeah, I'm like that. And I'm a Pisces moon. You want to know what you are? Have you ever played League of Legends? No, I've never. Okay. Well, if anyone's played League of Legends, fucking shannon is just sora like she's playing her magical flute she's a band nerd and she's like hello everybody i have a pretty voice and i'm just going to play this flute for you this piano thing and my hair is so long and flowy like go look up the character shannon you're basically that and like with your pisces neptunian kind of that's it that's what it is that's it 
<laughs> like how deadly is the support character when Capricorn eighth house? Oh. Mm. Yeah, it gets deep. How deadly is this emotional support character? <laughs> I mean, pretty fucking deadly. Honestly, it's so funny. I was looking up uh, Uranus transits the other er, earlier, uh, looking at Uranus transits through the houses for a re- for a reading, and literally, I was looking at Uranus eighth house, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I'm looking at that transit for somebody, and it's talking about all sorts of shit, and I'm just like, "Wow, that's my eighth house, dude." You look less tired. Thank you, you literally look so you're glowing. Oh. You look so pretty. Thank you. Um, I showered today. Uh, yes. <laughs> you it's know it, things. <laughs> you know what's so weird about uh this quarantine situation, which is like kind of ending, but like kind of not really, at least in New York. Um I like sixth my sixth house, right? Fixed water, and then my twelfth house, six uh fixed earth. And then my fourth house, Virgo. I feel like I literally have – my routine has been chaotic and I've lost, like, my normal sense of, like, showering <laughs> and, like, health and – all. well, not health in a, like, bad – in an unhealthy, bad way, but just, like, like, simple routine things, hygiene. I'm just, like, ugh, I'm not going outside today. Who cares if my hair is kind of greasy? doesn't matter. I'm staying right here. <sighs> It's very Scorpio. It's very emo of my Scorpio six, sixth house. I feel good, Shannon. Yeah, I feel you know because people like they like think that. And please, everyone, remember I'm a natal Cancer moon. And <laughs> it's in my ninth house, so Mercury Cancer retrograde is in my ninth house, and I've really I feel like this is like the time I can say things that I feel because. This is there's no time more than now that my feelings are valid than during a cancer mercury retrograde. For real. For real. And that goes for everyone. Like this it's time. It's time to talk about your feelings. It is time, especially for the people who don't talk about your feelings, because like sometimes you you wanna say that it doesn't matter, but what you're really feeling is scared and it's okay to be scared but you can't you can't give into it you gotta take the bull by the horns yeah and i think the other uh the other really good thing too about cancer mercury retrograde is that not only are you like talking about your feelings but you can reflect and heal of over past things that have gotten you in your feelies because cancers are super nostalgic and love to like live in their memories and list like think about the past and sometimes that can be bad and sometimes it's fine like so it's like with a mercury retrograde in cancer it's like okay guys we can all just talk about all of our feelings that we've been holding down for a really long time and we can talk about all the things we haven't talked about we got this we got this but um i don't know i really agree with that because like i feel like even me having like a cancer moon, I'm constantly like thinking about my inner child. Like I, I feel, I feel like there's a point, and like 
I've, I don't know how true this is, but this is what I hear from a lot of people who are older and they're processing their trauma, but they just, they're like, there's a point where you get fixed in your trauma. Like, you know, like you, you stop kind of developing at the age that your trauma happens. And I, I think the way that that manifests in the mind is like, in your mind, you're born and you're walking in a straight line and you're like, straight line, straight line, straight line, straight line, straight line. And then you, something happens and it doesn't have to be something super wild. It could be like suddenly something that it was really meaningful to you and sentimental to you was there and then it wasn't. Like maybe it was just the death of an animal and you never processed it. Like it's like maybe it was like that time that you made a cake for your mom and like, she just didn't get to eat it for some reason. <laughs> like, and now it is just <laughs> molded in the back of the fridge. <laughs> like, it, like it, oh, it's, really li- it's really like these little tinsy wincy things that like you, they pep, maybe they pep peeved you. Maybe they were things that annoyed you. Like, ah, I hated how uncle Franklin the frog <laughs> did <laughs> does everybody remember franklin the turtle like the child the children's book like did anybody read that do i i don't remember actually oh well it's just something that i i don't know i i, I thought that <laughs> i was going somewhere with this no, but, but you know look that happens with Mercury retrograde in water signs and Mercury water signs in general. Sometimes we lose the direction of where we are, uh, where we're headed with our words. Like I'm doing right now. Also with pre-shadow too. It's like, I almost feel like sometimes the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde is more annoying because it's like not really Mercury retrograde yet. So we can't really blame shit on things that are happening. But like, isn't it retrograde now? Well, it's in the retrograde today as far as our podcast day dropping but it's not retrograde presently for you and i on this recording day Ooh, I can't so, wait until it goes retrograde. i like mercury retrogrades so well that's chaotic of you i'm ruled by mercury so i really would like to not have to deal with them all the goddamn time but <laughs> when i was a little kid i used to do harry potter role plays and like i was on this one harry Potter role play site and like I was this character and her name was Chaos and my canon was Alicia Keys. Oh my god. Wow. That's very so you. Yes, that's I very know I'm chaotic. I know I'm chaotic. Yeah, that's very you. <laughs> oh my god. I'm feel for you right now uh also just to everybody listening um if you hear a strange noise in the background <laughs> your screen door is such a struggle and your mom keeps walking in and out and it's so funny because she's just, like just doing her, her daily juice i have to get my own place everyone my mother means so well and i love her and i adore her being around her and she really wants me to stay like she loves that i'm here and safe but like I want to live on my own. Dude, living alone has, there has never been a better thing for me, my life, my existence than living alone. Truly. Like, 
it just really allows you to figure out what you want, how you want to live, what you want to surround yourself with, who you want to surround yourself with. Like you don't have to be around people who are, you know, annoying roommates or people you don't like. And it just feels so much better to not like there's honestly, I think nothing more draining. Like, yes, obviously toxic friends and toxic relationships are draining as fuck, but like roommates, bad roommates can really make things horrible for you. Like that's where you live. You are living there. And unless you have like a partner to go basically stay the night with all the time or whatever, you are like having to deal with people who you either don't like or people who are disrespectful to the space. And it's just so annoying. And you're like, it just, it just wears down on your mental health so much. That's why I think like living alone is just key for some of us, especially I feel like water moons where we get really sensitive and goodness, it's just a lot. (laughs) I see it happening. She just wants to come out again. She just wants to come in and out, in and out, in and out, leave the door open. Like (laughs) I, you're so funny. I saw her standing there the whole time, just like waiting. You're like, (laughs) I just, I, I gotta go. I, I, mm. you gotta go. And uh, you know, like it's so wild to think that you know you would have been in LA by now had this bullshit not have happened. Oh my god! I feel as though my Pisces Saturn intuition, like. I already know where my career is taking me. Like, literally, I know that all I'd have to do is sit by and let it happen. And sometimes that's the hardest thing. When you feel stuck, and may it be a good or a bad thing, you're just stuck. And we have still Pisces, Neptune, and Pisces, Mars. And I feel like a lot of people, it's like they're seeing their libido, they're seeing their passion, they're seeing where they're going, their fires in their belly. But then something, something is just, uh, not you get it's not gonna let you go it's quicksand you gotta you gotta just wade through whatever you're wading through until you get to whatever promised land maybe at the end mm-hmm. hard hard yeah mm. i mean i feel like that's like pretty much always the generate the general vibe of retrogrades right is that like you know you have to deal with a lot of shit that the retrograde might bring up no matter the planet but usually at the end of the retrograde, it's all squared away somehow, or at least something is learned, a lesson is had, we feel better, things have been happening. And I feel like, you know, with these last eclipses too, I feel like the universe is like, they're there, little, little. I don't think the other animals is, are as stressed out as humans are. I feel like the dolphins are probably just having sex, like. <laughs> so are the dolphin lesbians dolphins lesbians and gays trans babies we all out here i mean that's basically the noise twinks make right oh my god <laughs> dolphins are just lesbian twinks <laughs> oh my god wow we would be twinks if we were men i really don't know if i would be though as Sagittarius we Jupiter people maybe we would be otters I you know what otters totally I really would hope that I could be a bear honestly no lie like if I were a bear not a full bear I guess wait it's not a full bear wait Capricorn Venus wait is otter is otter the hairy thin one hairy I feel like 
otters are like the slim muscular the slim musculars oh maybe but i just know that if i were a man i would for sure be hairy. i feel like otter could be very gender neutral and i'm going to claim it for the gender fluid people um sorry gay men i am going to appropriate this term Hearie, hearie, the gender fluid blackhead has appropriated a gay white man's term. Finally, reparations. Hell yeah. Otters are the cutest animals ever. Otters are so fucking cute. Um, who was it? Where was I? They're oh, literally seeking. Phyllis when we were at. We were in Florida, and Phyllis and Carol, you know them, live on the edge of, like, one of the intercoastal river things, and apparently there are otters there, but apparently they also said that otters are mean, or was that my mom being a buzzkill? I can't remember who said otters are mean. But either way, otters are cute. I've and they never hold met a mean so. otter. Literally, I grew up seeing them all the time, just swimming around, being yeah. freaking adorable and then when i went to the res in florida i like saw uh, like little otters and they're like meow, 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 meow. i'm like oh, you cute little uh, dude, this i is love crazy. otters and I feel like this is such a peak cancer venus or cancer mercury retrograde already is literally like oh my god little otters oh, oh remember that time i saw an otter oh <laughs> Remember, yeah, literally when I was like, da, 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 da. yeah, <laughs> literally, and everything roots back to childhood with cancer. <laughs> I've literally also never met a cancer that doesn't have like a connection, some divine connection with animals. Like every single one I've met, even the bad ones, they like really vibe with animals. Can I, can we talk about how like, if you take Libra energy, they literally just want to, like, rebel against anything. And I just know two Libra placements who have, like, cancer placements as well. And, like, they are so anti... I'm not sensitive. Everybody else is sensitive. But I'm just like, man, cancer people, one thing they all do is go back to literally the specific emotional childhood sentimental always talking about family always talking about blah 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 literally even shannon even shannon oh my god let me tell you about familial astrology my mom and my uncle and my uncle. relax with that but <laughs> am i wrong but am i wrong okay cancer placements are always talking about family relax with okay okay cancer moon how about this oh my god my parents oh my god my siblings oh my god oh my god i can't (laughs) i literally never talk about my family (laughs) like only if you're my closest of close friends well that's what i'm saying that's what I'm saying. For me, it's the closest. Oh, oh, oh. And you all the time. No, I talk about it to you, but you talk about it on the pod. Oh yeah, I know. I mean, I'm down. We can but all. That's what I mean. All, like we can all bond can- over our family experiences that are stressful. Okay, I feel like I need to feel some solidarity with people. No, I like totally agree. I just oh, mean yeah. that like. 
I just okay, think yeah, that yeah. it's really funny because you have well, Cancer you Mars mean. below the horizon. So it's not like you're like, oh my God, let me super put my family out there or work with my family or be public with my family in any way. But like you're talking about the undercurrents of your family without going into too much detail, Cancer Mars, as opposed to my Cancer Moon. If I talk about my family, I'll just flat out like give like an announcement because nine pounds Cancer or I'll talk about what I learned from my family. Yeah, that's real. You do talk about your like ancestor and like family like lineage and where you're from and all that stuff though too so it's like a lot yeah I don't really it's so interesting because like I like I guess like I see I am very fascinated by American history because I am American and I feel like Another conversation that I think is very important to be happening during this Cancer Mercury um, transit uh, retrograde, I feel like people don't always know the difference between race, ethnicity, and nationality. However, each thing is different, and one of these things just doesn't actually exist. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Guess which one is this? Actually, when you think about that, none of them exist except for maybe ethnicity, which could tell, like, maybe how different humans spread off and develop different biological disorders and stuff like that, because that's really, you know, the only reason yeah. why we should ever care about ethnicity and stuff like well, that. Well, and, and I guess, yeah, but uh, yeah, exactly, because otherwise nationality is what, like, fake. Like, I guess nationality would talk about your, like, culture. Yeah, but but also ethnicity essentially can too because, um, you know, uh, being like Latina, Latinx is like a ethnicity, but there can be plenty of um, different races amongst Latinx people. So So race was something that derived uh, after the transatlantic slave trade and like all of that, like... We can. I feel like ethnicity and nationality are the only two things that make sense. Just because race as a social construct almost suggests that like one human is a human and the other one is an animal. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not saying that race should matter. I'm just more of saying that like the ethnic, like there's the ethnicity is more is connected to culture because like that's how people discuss like distinguish often like latin latinx people but just they can be distinguished between them be uh, i don't know i'm not saying it correctly but i do not i I agree with you on the fact that race doesn't fucking matter as like as i mean it matters as far as now because of what we have attributed to it but as far as like it didn't have to be a thing i feel like we only ended up adding in the term latinx because they were foreigners from america and we like america every time somebody immigrates in we're like uh let's create a new group and it's like with latinx people it's so complicated because i almost look at them as like a tethered caribbean and i feel like haiti and the dominican republic is like a really good example of okay we have like We have like the more, uh, well, well, that's the so thing. Is there, that's, the Caribbean- that's, that's where nationality comes like, again. That's like that's where nationality comes to play because it's like there are the Caribbean uh, Latinx people, there are the South American Latinx people, there are the Spanish Latinx people, there are the Mexican Latinx people. It's like 
that's where it's nationality comes in handy. And that's like where culture happens too with, yeah, but like race with any, within all of that is obsolete as far as distinguishing culture, if that makes sense. No, I absolutely agree. Like, I feel like, I guess like I think about that one a lot because one like new ethnicities are created literally all the time because people are traveling so much more. And it's like ethnicity is really just kind of looking at like where your group of people stayed for an extended period of time. Because obviously like, you know, like for example, African-Americans, we've only existed for about 400 years, I think. Well, as long as Africans have been in America. Exactly. So it's like we've existed for like children born in America from African people. Exactly. Like the first African touch like soil, like during the transatlantic slave trade, that was like an entire group, like ethnic group derived by this transatlantic slave trade, because essentially we ended up being like a mixture of West African, um, European and for some people there was indigenous mixing but then there were also other groups too so with that group it, it it's like you kind like an i as an african-american can then go into another country and like have sex with someone and then start my own little group but like i definitely like think that it's important to understand just african-americans and for example another black group is just as different as, for example, maybe a Dutch person and a Russian person or a Chinese person and a Mongolian person, even though there might be some commonalities and common ancestors. Well, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, wow. See, those are the kinds of uh, tangents we can go down on Mercury Cancer Retrograde, right? Where it's like we're discussing, yeah, family heritage. I feel like this is not a Cancer Mercury Retrograde episode if we're not talking about Freud. We have to at least say his name. Say say his name. Oh my god, I'm dead. Say my name. Say my name. Classic, like um, yeah, no, we. I mean, Freud. that makes sense. He really was like, I mean, what we we talked about how that was Freud. Freud was doing his shit during Neptune Cancer, right? We talked yeah, about I that in the Neptune yeah. episode. We really did. Oh man, Freud. I just like. I want to know his opinions on race, and I'm going to Google them right now. I want to know his chart. Let, let's do that separately. Like, I'll. I'm, I'm looking that up right now. All right. Austrian. Well, he was Austrian, so maybe he doesn't. Um, Freud. Black. Does, did Freud ever see black people? I meant, like, oh, the fetish revisited Marx, Freud, and the gods black people make is a whole book. Wow, I'm gonna have to buy this book. Oh, 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 this is exactly up my alley. I'm literally getting wet for this book. I'm dead. I love something that teaches me something new. That's why I like Aries because I feel like, I feel like he. Well, Sigmund Freud has cancer. Sigmund Freud has a cancer knife house, so that makes sense. But he has no cancer placements, which is interesting. I he have however, cancer knife too. He, however, yeah, because he's a Scorpio rising, supposedly. Oh. Um, with a Taurus sun and a Gemini moon in the eighth, moon eighth. Uh, and Mercury also in Taurus, Uranus. He has sun Uranus 
and Pluto kind of close. His sun, sun is sun conjunct Uranus, and then Pluto is on the descendant, <laughs> and Venus and Aries, North Node Aries, and Pisces. Wait, yeah, Pisces Jupiter uh, with and he's a Libra Mars. Oh God, what is this? This chart's wild. Leo Midheaven. And Gemini Saturn. Okay, anyway. Gemini Saturn involved in controversy. Weren't we literally just talking about that? Or was that Gemini Jupiter? Anyway. I, I I really have nothing to say about Freud because... But it is funny, too. Yes, we do have to talk about him at least once because he is peak... Strange. He, he is. He's. Uh, he's our. He's our Cancer Mercury retrograde. He is. He's the point we always have to talk about. I'm sorry. I'm opening up a white claw. <laughs> you go. You go. Honestly. You go, Glen Coco. You go, Glen Coco. Four for you, Glen Coco. Yes, Glen Coco. Wait. Oh my God. I love Mean Girl. Also, throw another throwback. Oh my God. You want to know what else is going to be thrown back? What? This ass, but also probably ah! the Backstreet Boys, in sync, um, Justin Timberlake songs. Oh yeah, the Spice Girls. Are you gonna make another Mercury retrograde playlist? Um, bitch, I should. I probably should. I'm you did say. other right? You you were doing the Mercury retrograde play. You did a Mercury retrograde in Scorpio, I think at least, or maybe Pisces. I can't remember. But time is weird. I can't believe that we're almost to a Mercury retrograde in Cancer when I feel like the Mercury record. Wow, Mercury retrograde in Pisces literally just happened, but that's because we were inside for it mostly. I feel as though we should talk about maybe what this like. Maybe do you wonder what we could do? We could do Mercury retrograde through the houses. Uh, of course, with Cancer, right? Yeah. So you want to start with um, Cancer? Wait, I don't want to. Remind me later. Remind me later. Astro, Astro thingy bobber. Yeah. Huh, huh. You want to um, do it through the houses? Yeah, sure. All right, let's start with Aries people so airy if you are an aries sun moon and rising you have cancer fourth wait we want to start do we just want to start not with cancer first house and then go that way or we could just sure let's do it that way too i don't care (laughs) (laughs) that's usually how we do it right cancer first house is um cancer first house is cancer yeah Okay, uh, cancer, so cancer good. rising. I mean, yeah, go for it. Cancer, okay. I'll do. I'll do second house because that's mine. Okay, okay, okay. Cancer first house people, you're really going to be reflecting on how you are perceived by others. I think you're going to kind of. I I think that some of you shouldn't lean into the reality that maybe some people think that they have to handle you with care and maybe lean into why you need the extra care in the first place. Just like be kind to yourself, be open to yourself. Perhaps maybe you don't actually have to be that hard on yourself because I feel like 
maybe with like for cancer people you have like um uh, in whole size houses or solar houses or whatever house system you're using a ninth house pisces so you guys might learn how to be martyrs and like with mars and neptune in your ninth house transiting the ninth house right now y'all might be like literally putting a lot of energy into your martyrdom and not really realizing how you could be coming off to others and it's like maybe there's more effective ways of going about what you're trying to do Mm, heard it makes a lot of sense i'd say cool for those first housers yeah um okay so i'll go for a second house uh which will be me i feel like um you know mercury retrograde in second is always going to be something about you know money and it's funny because you know i have basically no steady income thanks to covid so we'll see how this one goes for me <laughs> um but you know i think it's yeah it's a good time to reflect on finances maybe like redo a budget figure out where you can you know either cut things or uh figure out new ways of income maybe but maybe not starting those new ways of income yet because mercury retrograde but thinking about what you might be able to do or reflecting on old ways that you were making money and making them into new ways. Um, and I think it's funny you mentioned Neptune because I was going to say like Neptune is also transiting our 10th house, which is also kind of about public image. So it's kind of making that seem foggy. And I feel like that with career plus Mercury retrograde in the second is going to be a lot of like weird, like what am I doing with my life and my job? I don't understand because everything is foggy and strange right now and retrograde and nothing makes sense. <laughs> ah, you feel? I feel. So I guess Taurus people, Cancer, third. Y'all have really had to learn about yourselves, haven't you? <laughs> hmm. That's nice. I hope that you're really taking this time to learn about your values, especially with Uranus in your first house. Um, with Cancer, Mercury retrograde in your third house, I think it's really time to think about the things that you say to others. Sometimes you can get so guarded and fixed in what you believe and what you value that you don't see how you're actually being the fussy baby toddler, know-it-all, wannabe. You're actually being a child. You're you're actually acting. I'm sorry, that was pointed. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> But no, like this is going to be a time for a lot of Taurus people to really like stop and think about the things that they say they value. Like if you value your family, spend time with your family. If you actually like look back and you're like, okay, like how, what did I say to others? Why did I say it to others? Like reflect on your words, reflect how you express yourself, maybe reflect on the clothes that you keep on. And like, perhaps I would even say, look around your home, like have you been cleaning like or are you hoarding like why like sometimes you need to let things go are you talking that sounded real second housey i would say still third house because we express ourselves through our home that makes sense 
Well, fourth house, though, I guess, you know, with that Mercury transit, that's also going to be very much about your home. But mm-hmm. maybe about, like, home, like, things kind of, like, maybe, like, bills and any kind of, like, clerical work almost around your home when it comes to, you know, paying bills, filling out forms, like, random shit, insurance, and or talking about family or talking to your family, you know, shit. Gotta be careful with that. Mercury transiting the fourth. And um, also, I think, you know, it'll be a good time to kind of reflect on your family and see them if you can, if you live near them and it's safe because of COVID or, you know, talk to them, talk to your grandparents maybe because it's like nice to, you know, throw it back, talk to people who are lived it, done it, older than you. Cancers are love and also like such cancer like grandparents are such great cancer energy like i always joke like i think everybody always jokes that cancer is such a mom friend but i really think taurus is the like true mom friend or virgo even but like cancer is the grandma friend (laughs) because cancer is like the one who's like i we need to leave early from this right now i'm tired and i'm ready to go home and sit in my cozies and my that's why we get along and it's so funny because cancer is like my it's it's really really like i'm down to just go home and leave this situation and they're happy because grandma friends like we can do it for a little bit but then eventually the best part about leaving the club is when you get to take your heels off uh, and then your bra off and everything just oh and you then you get into something snuggly and warm and you're in bed uh, oh and you take that bong hit oh yeah Ooh. and for me i love to like it's such you you know that feeling i guess this is my feel like my gemini though too you know that feeling whenever you get home from anywhere going out or whatever and you're kind of lying in bed and you're all cozy and whatever and you're lying there on the quiet and then your ears are ringing <laughs> because you like and, and i always kind of like that moment where i'm like ah, i had a i know i had a good night if i'm lying down my ears were kind of ringing a little and it's like wow and i also know that that's not bad or that's bad cuz potential for tinnitus but <laughs> it's I still know. like a tr- it's like a moment of like i guess i had a good night and uh but yeah cancers that's always that's all they want to do is just come home and so because so like i said with, with cancers being big grandma energy like Cancer Mercury transits, especially retrograding through your fourth house, I think is going to be – it's a good time to literally just, like, call your grandparents. They would you love – that, Aries? Call your family members. Right? They want to talk. They want to talk to you. That's so funny because my girlfriend's in Aries rising, and she's got a cancer son in the fourth, and literally her grandma's always like, call me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's call so her. funny. Like, oh, yeah, I know. She's, it's so, so precious. But it's like my grandma, who's a cancer too, or my grandma was a cancer. I called her the other day too. Pisces rising people, you have cancer fists. I feel like if y'all have not already become doulas, you're going to think about it very seriously. Like that's so funny. I know Pisces rising who. When I knew her, I mean, I'm not friends with her anymore, but when I knew her, she was studying to be a midwife and a doula. 
I think that for you, now is the time to do some inner child healing because there's a reason why you want to protect the most precious who come into this world completely. Aww, and that's it really pure. And it doesn't have to be a good thing and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. And it's okay if it's a bad thing or if it's a hard thing. Because there's a lot of nuance to you, Pisces. Like, there may be things that you couldn't protect, or maybe you couldn't have been protected, or maybe you know that people haven't been protected. And it's okay to sit with the reality that you can't fix it immediately. Just be patient. Be kind. The answers will come. Just trust your intuition, and that means trusting when you can't do anything. Ah, yeah. That makes sense. I think that a Cancer Fifth really is like people who are either yeah destined to have lots of babies or destined to help babies in life are just so cute. Oh, Noodle is here. And you know, so there's happy. a lot that can be done through creative projects. So if you have a, a podcast idea or you want to like start a comic or you want to do something, just do it, dude. It doesn't have yeah. to be good. It has to be something that is meaningful. Oh, my God. I know a Pisces who was talking like, maybe I should start a podcast. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Do it, you little should. Pisces. All you have – because the thing is, there's 7 billion people in the world. Maybe not all of them have internet, and maybe not all of them listen to podcasts. But there are a few weirdos where – I mean, hell, they're listening to us. Like, and you – y'all never realize you only really need 12 followers, dude. Like – yeah, honestly. If you have remember. 12 followers and 12 people feel very strongly about you, those people are going to speak your name. And it it ripples. So just do what you believe in, my Pisces people. That, Disciples, that baby. You, Shannon, too. Pisces moon. Hee <laughs> hee. Time to start the cult. Our tree cult. The tree cult. Oh my god, yes. Cheeple. Cheeple. I'm obsessed with our future Cheeple. Um I feel anyway. like we could take so many aesthetically pleasing paganish 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 pictures. Paganish. I mean, I feel like that's inevitably what the tree cult essentially would be kind of like, right? Is a pagan situation because it would they're essentially a tree cult already. Like, so it would just be this pagan bohemian eclectic hopefully not culturally appropriative and everybody's respecting each other's culture but oh my god look at the pretty black girls with the hair jewelry and look at the white girls with the crochet bras and look at like everyone just coming with their own unique thing that respects each other's culture and it's not appropriative let's not do cultural appropriation this time y'all yeah really though that's another like cancer mercury conversation retrograde cultural appropriation interesting i could see that um it's funny because it's never really around halloween which is peak time to really talk about it because everybody actually is trying to fucking dress up think about it people always do it around this time like the spring summer people are like no cultural appropriation oh yeah i guess that's true too with like um Coachella music festivals. And um, we're about to have a cancer sun too. Yeah. I also think maybe too with right now it's important when it comes to uh, 
like Black Lives Matter and like cultural mm-hmm. pro- like cultural appropriate bleh, cultural appropriation that the black community undergoes with like white people, Latinx people, everybody's Asian people, everyone's stealing everything from y'all. I feel like it's about I guess to be we're fucking our bored. time to shine. I think it really is, honestly. And, like, I feel and like we're, black we're basically people, on a revolution. <laughs> I feel like people don't realize, specifically African Americans as like an ethnic group in the United States of America, outside of all other black people, have been tolerating whiteness and systematic oppression since our creation. Like yeah. literally the amount of tired oh. eyes do cancer african-american placements have like literally i mean I we're like, at that pluto return too you know y'all I, been tired for fucking 250 years <laughs> right do you know what it's like to have a cancer moon but yet at the same time a pisces saturn in your fourth house so your whole home and heritage is just this complex thing that nobody really kind of kind of understands except for like mixed people like yeah what what i can at least understand having cancer and pisces messing around together because mine are uh trine my my pisces moon and pisces cancer mars but i don't have any fourth house placements and my only ninth house placement is but i have a ninth house saturn so um, but your 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 fourth house and your first house are both Mercury. Your Mercury is in Scorpio's sixth house. Yep. And okay, but like the thing is, your heritage fourth house would somehow impact your health sixth house. So what about like so Virgo's Virgo fourth house? Your family tends to be very like somewhat. They come off very like. I wouldn't say detached because Virgo isn't exactly detached. They're very devotional. They're very like, I want to do what's best for you. And they're very critical and analytical. So perhaps you don't totally understand if you would be producing maybe the healthiest child or what like the health of your child would be due to your familial background. We, you know, we we can move on to um <laughs> to Cancer Six House. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a moment. We you can, know, we, we can no, that's <laughs> no, 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 no. Of course not. That was just um hilarious because I was just like, all right, uh, moving on. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, I wasn't sure what I was tapping on because I we've never talked about that. Um, yeah. Nailed ahead. But anyway, oh, we'll, um, okay. we'll move away. Oh, we'll move away from that. Bro, Americans are straight clowns because we realize that we are the joke. That's why our president is Donald Trump. He's a Gemini, right? He's a Gemini with a Sagittarius moon. He's a clown. I can't wait until it's socially acceptable and for rising to write clown. about the positive change that Donald Trump has inspired through being a terrible president. 
Yeah, that's what's going to be really interesting about like looking back on his presidency in the future because it'll be he like, wow, look America at all the good things that happened while that happened. Did he make America great by being horrible? Gemini. Exactly. I don't like it. And we, I don't like it. I'm going to tell you this. When I remember, I remember the day he became president because I had to go to class the next day and all these little wimpy ass social workers are whining. And I'm like, oh, y'all are whining when Donald Trump becomes president. Where the freak were y'all? Where the freak were y'all? Literally, I don't, none of the black people were crying. Mind you, none of the African American people, none of the black people, none of us are giving emotions to this situation because are we shocked? Well, he's kind of following in the form of his ancient president ancestors. Like, oh my God, he is the most American president ever. Did you see the, um, when he was elected, did you see the SNL skit? They had about that exact thing, basically, where it was like people were watching the election results or it was it was either they were watching it actively or they were discussing it the next day. But like all the white people, actors were like, oh, my God, I can't believe America. How did this happen? Oh, my God. We're doomed. Ah!" And all the black people are sitting around like, y'all, we know. They're like, like, I have to send it to you because it's exactly what you just described. And it's Black so people funny. are perpetual. I want it. I'm telling you, I know so many black people and like the white people and non-black people might be appalled by this statement. But when you're African-American, I think there might be some other African-Americans and possibly Native American people and other people who get this perspective. But like. If Hillary Clinton became president of the United States of America, it would have been the same corruption. It would have just been presented better and the white liberals would have felt a little bit more comfortable because it was a white woman president. Yeah. And that would have been a feel good story. And then like if she hypothetically, if she did get like elected and then we had this cancer mercury, we would be reflecting over how she was kind of our feel good story, but still yeah. a corrupt person. Well, <laughs> And the other thing, too, to think about is, like, I think you're right, absolutely, the corruption in government of state, she's status quo, she is that. But I think there there definitely are, you know, some things that, like, we could look, like, that Trump is the only reason that shit happened. Like, if we had... Exactly my point. There are he certain... Is, I There are I certain things that, like, say if that. he were not here, we would not have had, like, the wall problem, because he's the only fucking... I mean, I guess everybody really... There's our Republicans who are down for the wall, but he was the first like very, mo like the pres a president who was like nope we're building it and shit like that or the Muslim or the did ban. it get built? Did they no. ever start it or was it just something that was talked about? I think they've like vaguely started it, but I don't. I men doubt it's finished. say words all the time and often Gemini say words all the time. They say words and it's not that we actually have to worry about a wall being built literally like maybe the wall will be built but like walls get taken down like uranus taurus i can see a wall being built only to be taken down at a different point in time but like with that being said i can genuinely say with the ex like even the fact that we're thinking about a jeffrey epstein doctor series the thing, like, just that's the stuff, fact that I think that, this, yeah, Donald Trump Jeffrey Epstein, Black Lives Matter, all sorts of things. Box. Yeah. 
He literally, and I feel like even like his existence has made the rest of the world pay attention to America and be like, are y'all okay? Y'all okay? Literally, yeah, in a different way than they usually pay attention to us. My boyfriend te- like texted me and was like, babe, I think America's going to have an increase of corona outbreak because all of the protests going on in your country. And I was like, when you say your country, it seems a little passive aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) Every time. Your cancer man is like, I don't claim her. I do not claim her. Every time my boyfriend texts me and is like, babe, like your country, I feel like I'm. I, I like I feel like <laughs> I feel like the I feel like the Aries son is like staring at me and like challenging me and I'm just like do you wanna fight? Do you wanna go? Do you wanna go? Because I can look up a lot of studies and stuff. I've been following what's going on in your country too, Buster. Calm down, Capricorn okay, Moon. Capricorns always, Capricorn placements always like to think that they know what's best. Sometimes you're just jaded. I'm going to tell you that they're right. And I sometimes like to let it happen because they're kinky. And like, that's the only way anyone would ever get me to say that I was wrong. They I'm have dead. to make it sexy. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Okay, so Sagittarius rising. Yeah, wow, we should definitely get back on topic. Okay, um, sixth house, right? No, well, Sagittarius rising, eighth house cancer. Ooh. No, we already did. We already did. We we only did fifth house. Oh, we did only did fifth house? Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, right. Oh, we were going to Capricorn. Oh, wait, did we do Aquarius? No, dude, we are literally, okay. I was about to do cancer sixth house before we got way off track. Oh, so... Okay, we did the Pisces, and now we're on Aquarius. Okay, you're right. Yep, okay. So, I mean, as someone who had Mercury retrograde transit my sixth house during Scorpio time, uh, definitely get wary of being sick. So, right now with coronavirus, how about y'all just, like, stay the fuck inside? Ayy. But, and also, your daily routine is probably going to be shaken up in some way. Always happens and you time to got to reflect it you got to figure out reflect on it you got to figure out you know better ways to work on or better ways to manage your day-to-day uh be it within work or if you're working from home now maybe you've got to like reevaluate how you are handling work uh you know a work-life balance with being at home all the time because you know that's a really big issue for especially if you're you know your Saturn rolled Aquarius you got to be careful with like unplugging from work and giving yourself home time because like yes work is your office or work home now is your office but like you gotta you gotta let yourself you know not be at work (laughs) it's balance people but uh figure out that shit and don't get sick stay inside wear a mask wash your hands don't get pregnant Ooh. Uh, man it's so funny because i've gotten 50 million like pregnancy predictions and my partner did you make the collage you need to make the collage you need to do it you don't even need to include names just all the the bubbles 
Lisa Stardust texted me and she was like, I had a dream that you were pregnant. I was like, <gasps> oh, golly, Lisa, you're like the 50th million person who has envisioned me with child. Literally. I feel like all my psychic elders are foreseeing a child and I'm just like, I'm drinking a white cloth. <laughs> and looking around like, where is, like, where is this sperm to impregnate me? I don't know. I'm going to be a born again I don't know virgin. Him. And that's how you know that I am pregnant because I'm just going to stop drinking, smoking and everything. I'm going to be pure. I'm going to, you, you could sacrifice my blood almost, except to the people who believe in virginity as a concept of like sexuality, when in reality, virginity doesn't exist. Like, you have your sexual awakening whenever you decide your sexual awakening is yours. But um, with that being said, I use the term virginity because I am a young maiden. <laughs> That is what a virgin is. A young maiden, like Vesta, the asteroid. By the way, if you look at the Vesta in your chart, you can figure out how you came to your sexual awakening. It's Honestly, fun. I do it at parties. It's a really fun trick. And you you nailed it. What episode? That was an episode ages ago where you did that for me. I I would definitely say that I I used to go to New York bars and talk to like Wall Street boys about astrology and I think they would think that it was just this cute thing that I do and then I'm getting into their souls and then and then you're like haha I'm a witch <laughs> I literally made the cutest little video on Twitter I saw it I saw it it was so cute I literally was like here's a pineapple here's some Florida what are the wars the rose quartz burn some sage tree literally that's just like casual, that's just casual witchy mom things. Like, I'm ready to have a baby. So I'm hoping that moving on to Cancer Rising with like. No, you mean Capricorn Rising? Yeah, Capricorn Rising, <laughs> um, Cancer 7th. I was looking at the. <laughs> You're like, yep, yeah. yeah. Like, that's what I said. Cap <laughs> Capricorn Rising people. Having that, like, cancer, maybe you want to be a parent, and it's time to, like, talk about that. Maybe you want to really start a family, and it's time to, like, say that out loud. Like, don't don't expect for your partner to just, like, do it and deal with it. Like, you have to, like, communicate. Even, like, if you want, like, more of a secure relationship or you want to buy a house with a partner, you have to tell them. You have to use your words. If you want to start a family with someone, you have to what? Use your words. Also, now is a great time to take a bubble bath or do some self-care. Always. I feel like that's a classic water retrograde water mercury retrograde moment everybody should get a bubble bomb a bubble bath, bath bombs bomb. are literally they i don't know why they just uh, i don't know i think aromatherapy is so underrated sometimes oh my god get a diffuser y'all diffuser yes or like shower steamers shout out to my chart twin for giving me a couple when i saw her this past week oh so great I think shower steamers are so nice because even when you're in the shower and you can't do like a fun bath bomb or whatever, 
pop that shower steamer on the floor. You get really vibing. Eucalyptus or like lavender. Oh, it's just amazing. Uh, but anyway. Uh, Mercury 8th house, right? Or not Mercury 8th house. Uh, Mercury transit 8th house. Cancer 8th house, which is what? Capricorn. We are at Sagittarius Risings. Sagittarius Risings. So... I think obviously Mercury retrograde through the eighth. Yes, people, there's a lot of this to discuss with like normal eighth house dark dramatic things. But I think with Mercury there, since it's so technical, I really think Mercury highlights those eighth house, like the money aspects of eighth house, where it's like finances, other people's finances or debt or resource, other, you know, like stock or like investment or all those things like where other money is elsewhere. Um, but it's like really squaring away, making sure you're not missing payments on debt stuff, making sure like maybe, you know, maybe, maybe during COVID you had some like relief on payments, but it may be coming back now and you might be having to like notice like when you're like, Oh, got to get back on that bill schedule and don't reallocate more or don't get more debt piled on somehow. Oh, it really be like that. But you know, just, uh, I also <laughs> I also feel like, too, it's a good time to, like, try to maybe open up yourself to some new friends if you've got to. Look, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny, funny story. Um, last night we were rego- <coughs> Damn. <laughs> it's okay. You know, cough it out. Let your feelings go. Um, all right. <laughs> it's Mercury retrograde. Last night, last night we were recording, and right after we talked about the eighth house, uh, Six's internet did in a moment, had a moment. And then we got cut off, and we tried to start again, but then we were both kind of just like, fuck it, we'll do a finish tomorrow. So now we're going to finish from the ninth house on, and we are new people today, guys. Well, not really. You know, we're the same people, but new versions. So... Yes. Now we have a second. This, this second half is going to be a different vibe. I feel like we were able to rest and, you know, now we're able to kind of look at things from a different perspective, which again, Mercury retrograde. Sometimes you need to stop, rest, reflect, and then reactivate your thoughts. There we go. We're yep. going into the ninth house. So redo, reuse, recycle, Rihanna. Okay. Re- re- wait, what? Reduce, <laughs> Reduced, reuse, reuse recycle. recycle, Rihanna. <laughs> As uh, my queen Alana said. Uh, anyway, uh, ninth house, ninth house Mercury retrograde, and that would be Scorpio. Oh yeah, so that's I'm you. Like, oh yeah, we man, did get cut off right so before funny. you got to talk about yourself. <laughs> I feel like now is really a time for you to really take what you learned at home, like. Perhaps this, like, and this doesn't necessarily have to be just childhood. I definitely think that a lot of Scorpio people are going to be unpacking what they learned at home because maybe they learned some very unconventional skills and tricks that they didn't realize were actually skills and tricks that could help them during this time. So, you know, all survival is Scorpio. And this is really going to be something for you because y'all love to survive. Even if you don't realize that you're just surviving, but all survival is, is taking the tools that you've learned and learning how to figure out how to manifest them to work for you. So wow. you don't, don't discount what you learned at home. Don't discount what you've learned during this time of quarantine. And don't discount what your parents have maybe taught you. Aww. That's, yeah. that's such cute little self-advice. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, cool. I'll go with the 10th house then. So Cancer, Mercury, 10th house. And so when it comes to the 10th house, that Mercury retrograde is probably near your midheaven for the Libra risings out there. And so Mercury on the midheaven is usually, in my opinion, is like when you need to be like communicating your best self to the public eye. And with the Mercury retrograde, I think it's baby, maybe, baby, maybe, baby. Uh, I think it's, wait, baby cancer. I mean, <laughs> uh, I think it's time to really reflect on how you communicate your, how you communicate for yourself in either your career or maybe like on social media for, you know, in the community for people to see. Um, I guess it's also kind of 11th house but like 10th, 10th house, I think. If your job is social media, then like it's really time, I think, to, you know, reflect on how you're doing all of your kind of like clerical work, your business, your money, your finance, your uh, forms, your emails, you're communicating within that. Um, but definitely, you know, reflecting on your job, reflecting on how that's going to go and also lots of working from home, figuring out again, I feel like it's going to echo kind of sixth house stuff, which is Mercury retrograde in the 10th is figuring out how to have a work life balance at home. Oh man, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Virgo people with Cancer Eleventh. Oh God, so many Virgos are really taking a look into their community. It is time for you to figure out, like, are you actually benefiting from the people around you, or are you just exhausting yourself and playing parent to the people in your community? Now is the time for you to be a parent to yourself, really, Virgo. Like, prioritize what you need to prioritize. Like, it is not your job to play everybody's parents unless you're a parent. Like, you know, and then it is your job to take care of your kids, obviously. Take care of your kids. <laughs> Stop, like, just, like, leaving them to, like, I don't know, their devices to just figure it out and then getting mad at them for not getting it because kids need to learn, you know spend new time with them figure out how to communicate like sometimes i think that y'all just it, it, dip if you need to dip or communicate if you need to communicate and if you've done real, all that you can do real. realistically i think that you're i don't even think that y'all really have to do anything because with another thing about um this cancer mercury retrograde you're going to have the solar eclipse in your like in in the, your 11th house as well so what you're really going to see you're going to be seeing your community a lot clearer and you're also going to be following your dreams and aspirations so if if the people in your community are conflicting with your dreams and aspirations then you're going to have to choose which one you want to hold on to that's real i think that it's important always for cancer people to remember when like it's time to let go of stuff, mm-hmm. which also going into yeah, 12th house. Virgo, too. sun, moon, and rising. Learn how to let go. Oh my God. You heard no. good. Leo then, rising. Then this goes mm. into Leo rising too with that cancer 12th. Mercury retrograde in the 12th is really asking you to like, look within bitch. <laughs> like stop. Like you have to, like, it's literally going to point out the things you've been hiding and especially if it has anything to do with how you talk to anybody like communicate with anybody so leo leo risings like stop avoiding 
your problems basically because every time you get you get some retrograde in the 12th house action and it's always gonna have to point out stuff you've really been trying to hide from yourself <sighs> stop mm. keeping secrets from yourself leo rising people and leo suns leo rising's really like i feel like leo people like leo people there is about to be a humbling <laughs> There might you. I feel like Leo people might come to the conclusion that the problem might be them. Yeah. Well, I think that honestly, too, having Cancer Twelve, they really placate like themselves. Like they lie to themselves to placate themselves in like feeling like it's okay. I don't know that they don't hate that. I know nobody hates that. I think that what it something. is with a lot of Leo people, especially because Leo is like a divine masculine energy or associated mm-hmm. with that. I think that they don't like to admit when they're wrong. Yeah. I, well, I think no that way. because like, and even like Sagittarius nature, like all the fire signs are divine masculine. And what do we see in this toxic male society? And we're moving on to high thoughts. Inflated yep. egos. And that is what Aries oh! Chiron should be tamed. I bet that as Leo placements get that trine from Aries Chiron. Mm. <laughs> Woo. A lot of yeah, them are just I think going that, to be humble. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think that... Um, I mean, masculinity, toxic masculinity. I mean, this is a big conversation. I just feel like Remember even when, when you think about, about it, Pluto Leo, like Pluto oh, Leo well, people, they're gonna have that triumph oh. from Aries Chiron. It's going to be a humbling for Aries people. It's time to Damn. be Aries people, Leo people, and Sagittarius people. And I feel I like mean, yeah. I feel like I feel it coming, but the thing is that makes Sagittarius so lucky. Is if we do the work now, Jupiter Capricorn, then we can reap the benefits later, but we have to make the hard decisions now. We have to start making some hard decisions, Sagittarius people. Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? Who do you want to work with? What do you want to have around you? I mean, this is basically the questions of my Saturn return, which are happening now. So mm-hmm. Sagittarius people, it's like, I feel like Sagittarius is actually like, it's almost like, I feel like every, each of the fire signs with Aries Chiron is like forced with something else. Like, I feel like Aries people, Aries people are going to be forced to like really see themselves and see all that they were diving themselves into in the first place and realize that maybe they got a little ahead of themselves. And mm-hmm. for Leo people, I feel like Leo people don't realize that maybe their coping mechanism is pretending they're not the problem and finding faults in everyone else, but not being able to unpack their own problems. And Honestly, then everybody else eventually seeing it, but like slowly backing away because they're like, ah, maybe if we all just silently step away so they don't yell at us, and, they and will you know be able to see it in their island all by themselves. And you know what's funny, too, for me? Like, this is why I often struggle with Leo people because I get really tired, I think, as a Sagittarius, being that springboard of attention. Like, when some, like, I don't, like, if I'm going to be your friend, Leo, you can't come at me all the time needing validation you can get that from other people i will validate you as my friend by being a good friend and doing those things for you you know what i mean like as as normal good friends do but i'm not gonna 
I'm not going to sit there. And Leo placements, they're about to have this whole, your whole Saturn return is going to be in opposition with like their Leo placements. Like it's time for them to wake up and learn some lessons. Oh my gosh. Leos are about to be humble. And it's funny too. It's also funny because I have Leo Chiron. So I think that's why I struggle with Leo placements, but at the same time, why like, I feel like maybe they frustrate me because I feel like I've been doing all of the Leo healing work because of my Chiron that like when I meet unhealed Leos, basically, I'm just like, your potential is so great. What are you doing? (laughs) Can you help me understand my unhealed Leo Mars parts? I mean, oh yeah. It's just I would really appreciate it because like the thing is I'm not scared to learn from someone. I of course not. Cancer Moon, aw. You feel (laughs) you feel emotionally connected to people when you learn from them. I do. I was in the ninth. Me, please. (laughs) Like literally when Carol uh, when we were talking to Carol and um I thought I was gonna say moon and ninth, but I said cancer moon. Moon and ninth moon. (laughs) Literally, like, talking to Carol, like, about family and stuff and things. That's why I was, like, I want to listen and engage. Uh, Carol is so sweet. Also, what a, 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 like, uh, I really love meeting people who are, Jesus, sorry, words. I really love (laughs) meeting people who are. Um, who are older of like all the different zodiac signs. Like it's one mm-hmm. thing in my family, but when I genuinely just meet older people and I'm like, oh, and you kind of learn about their lives and they just realize they've lived the most whatever life. Like Carol has lived the most Leo life. Meanwhile, Phyllis had lived the most Taurus life. They just perfectly lived their Taurus Leo lives separately for 40 something years until they met. And now they just live adorably together. And Leah, the Leo is a retired violinist, and the Taurus is a retired therapist and massage therapist. Like Wait, it's just. Can we look at each other's charts and tell each other what we think we're gonna be like when we're old people? Oh <laughs> Okay, we're doing that. At the end, we're doing that right now to end this episode. Senior this is really cute. Also, this astrology. This is this is big cancer rising energy or cancer fucking Mercury retrograde energy right now. This is fucking adorable. And I'm I stand, I stand, I'm ready. All right, let All me right, get your Let me Where get you going? off of solar return. This is so cute. <laughs> also, yeah, right. To, we're like casually talking about each other's solar return before we go. Oh my god, you wanna know what? I like have like been more mindful of like the old people placements. Leo people are leo old people are hilarious like i met this leo older woman and like she took me by the hand and she was talking to me and she's like she started complaining and she's like i just want to die and i was just like ma'am ma'am i don't ma'am this is a wendy's License to be a therapist because people <laughs> confess everything <laughs> to me, and I'm just like, I don't want to report anything I hear. You're oh like, my god, information over everything bitch. can be used. Uh, 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 <coughs> bro, people don't give social workers enough credit. 
people oh really gosh. sleep on social workers man like literally yeah. like i'd be watching i literally it's like we don't call ourselves social workers we just do the right thing every day and try to do the right thing in ways that ripple and domino and whatever that means is what it means. And who knows what it means? Aries Neptune can't wait. Yay. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. I've already been thinking about it. I really think as an old person. So first of all, like, first of all, Leo Mars I think by the time you're old, your Leo Mars is going to be just like flexing on everyone. You are going to be that old lady who like has the like, I don't know, what's your, what's your like dream brand of clothing? I don't know, random money, random like style flex. Because <laughs> that you're going to have. I'm already doing it though. I know. I was going to say, you're literally going to be like the African the African auntie grandma you're just like perpetual auntie even when you're old even if you're grandma you're like auntie still because you're also going to be like I think you're really going to be I mean Sagittarius right I still think as an old person as an old lady as an oldie you're going to be like still moving around you're going to be not moving place to place but you're not going to be like a stagnant sit around at home like maybe your cancer moon might want to have those moments with your grandkids or great grandkids because you're going to be old scorpio i already like scorpio feel retired house. in florida <laughs> literally scorpio first house though with your stellium there you're not gonna you're all you're gonna be old but like not die for a long time <laughs> I really, do you realize that I have a deep fear that I am going to die because I said the wrong thing? No. See, what's so funny is like, I could see why you have that fear, Gemini 8th, but I was also thinking Gemini 8th house that like Geminis are kind of the youthful, the one of the more youthful energy, in my opinion, of the whole Zodiac. And I feel like 8th house there, you're going to be living a long life. But don't worry, because I read somewhere that my Capricorn 8th house also you implies that what? I have a long life. So we could just kick it real old. I Bro, really hope I go gray. I, I want to go gray with say, my long ass hair. I just want to, first of all, I saw that already for you. Like that's <laughs> a given. But like what I see, it, I look at this grandmother trine and I've seen, it is such a beautiful triangle. Like it's not lopsided at all. It's very, oh. like I look, people may think that you're in the Illuminati. People may question if you and I started a cult. However, <laughs> we will Which both. Which we will have. Probably. But we also may not discuss it by the time we're that old. Like, we'll be like, you know. We'll That's exactly what it is. Old. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it because I'm going to be paranoid and I'm finally going to let go of yeah. it. I'm just yes. going to let go of the matrix. That's like, I'm going to stop trying to do everything I do. Like, I'm just going to be at, at some point in time. I think that's what it is. I'm just going to be. And I think for you, I see that you're just going to. Shannon, like Shannon's here at home. And then Shannon is maybe like every once in a while, Shannon is looking at people and just listening and they don't know what wisdom you're imparting, but it's the fact that you let them go down the path that they needed to go down. I appreciate yeah. you, Shannon. I fucking hope. Aw, I really, really like, it's interesting because I'm not sure how my like children like I'm not I'm mostly I for sure pretty much have decided for myself that I'm not birthing kids. So I don't know exactly what my like 
legacy. But for you, I know I know you're having children. You are children are coming. You are birthing kids. You're gonna have grandkids. You're gonna have great kids. You are the Cancer Moon matriarch. Okay, my my Cancer placement's retrograde, right? Cancer Mars. We we retrograded out here, so I'm not doing that birth stuff. But you everybody already else, know I'm for yourself. You're ahead of your time. You know what works no, for you, and be perfect. that role model, Shannon. Be the role model for women who don't want to have kids. I love that for you. Go, Auntie. Go. Go, 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 auntie. (laughs) I would literally be that. I mean, I hope, I feel like, I feel like I might get, I don't know. I might have a bad back when I'm old because of cooking for all these years. Uh, But I feel like shifting into my astrology career, I will be better and I will be better about posture, possibly. TBD. Saturn returns, maybe I will do posture better. I will keep that in mind, my love. I will keep that in mind for you. With that being said... I really, really think you're you're just going to be an icon. You know what? I figured it out. You're Silent Bob. <laughs> I'm Jay and you're Silent Bob. <laughs> That's what's so funny is like right now, I feel like we're SWAT. You're Silent Bob and I'm Jay. But by the time we're old, it's literally SWAT. Because I think what it is, is you have always had to perform with that Leo Chiron. And now you don't go wade into water for nobody. Yo, I feel like, (laughs) Shannon, this is going to sound absolutely wild. And I need you to look at me. I need you to follow me. Really follow me here. You too know why the cage bird sings. And it's not (laughs) on the same degree of being black, but you can highly empathize with what African-American people had to be going through. Because what people don't realize is some of the white children have to stop and be like, nah, my parents might have owned slaves. And this is exactly what they would have been like to deal with. I feel so sorry for black people. That had to really fuck up a culture of people. Man, can we talk about it? I feel like you know why the cage bird sings to some extent. And eventually when you are free in your old age, transcending money, because I do think that with everything in your eighth, there is going to be this place where you are going to find that security. You're building towards the long-term dream. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I am rooting I, for you. Rooting for you. And it's, it's gonna so be funny amazing. It's funny when you, you say that about the cage bird because it's like, yeah, I remember I feel like I went through because you know how you know how right now a lot of most white people nowadays right now are going through their white guilt phase of understanding racism because everybody's doing the black square and and all these long posts about how they've stayed silent for too long and I have to reflect and do the blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? People are starting to really get a freak out. I feel like I went through the white guilt part when I was reading about, like when I was in high school, reading about slavery. I feel like this is my Pisces moon coming in handy in my high school self. Like, Shannon... This is so fucked up. You're a literal white person and people like you are either related to directly or know people who are related to directly people who had slaves. Also, you really start to think then, too, when you really learn about it, you start to think about all of the fucking places you went that were like plantations or like old houses. And you're like and you sit there and you're like, wow, I. Wow. So anyway, I feel like. I was that, I feel like I was like, yeah, in my early teens, 
when I was like, wow. <laughs> Do you feel like really and talking I didn't really about know it? Because we can extendo this episode if you have time and energy. I do have some time. We could do this. Why the fuck not? But it's pretty great. Where I'm in a high thought. All right, keep on high thoughting. No, it's We're- actually just so wild. It's just really insane to think about or to like to learn history like that to see how it is being placated. And I had it's funny because think about it. Like when you're young, you take what like at least. Well, oh, actually, you were homeschooled. So okay, so. When you're young, when you're in like primary school and then high school and stuff, you take at least between all of those years of schooling, at least like three separate years of what could be U.S. history or some equivalent. And it's like all three of those versions kind of gets a little more, it kind of gets more mature with age because they're like, you can handle, quote unquote, handle more. But I still always remember thinking about the slavery shit being like, this is so fucked up and I can't believe they're all trying to tell me that this is like a states rights conversation. I always knew I was like, this is states rights around slaves. I don't know. It's just pretty crazy how like when you realize you're kind of being gaslit by the education system, but also don't really have any idea because you're a young teen brain and you don't totally know how to find actual information. And also when now Google is like wild, but even then I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, I was Rant made over. to feel like I was stupid my entire life because I couldn't assimilate to the American school system. Like, and it didn't make sense. Like, that's the thing. Like, it's like literally like I struggle to express myself so deeply because I know like I literally like I taught. I, huh. If y'all go listen to Come Curious, Fuck's Given podcast, they're British podcasts. And Ooh, really yes. Cool. Yes, you know, we were out here trying to be <laughs> yeah. international. And you know, we astrology sucks, goes national, international. You want to know what I hate? Like, I've had readers tell me, you're going to do a lot of traveling. You're going to do a lot of traveling for work. I think this is what they meant. Like, I'm going to be traveling online. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, with that being said, I feel like what's really hard is I like don't even know what the fuck I sound like. I don't know what I sound like. I literally feel like I sound like everything that I'm code switching into. Like, I feel like I don't like when you learn about science, there's no biological basis to race. Like Hmm. there's none like there's none at all like there's no reason for us to be treating each other like this and it's like it's like there is a biological acknowledgement to ethnicity and it's like if we as americans like went by the system of ethnicity as opposed to race one we would see how prevalent genocide is in the united states of america because anything that is not white or from a high class is just essentially assimilated out and killed off. But at the same time, it's literally like 
when you then look how stupid Americans are, we're fucking stupid, like literally oh as right. a collective. And that's fine because we are a young country. We are allowed to be stupid and we shouldn't have to feel like we're in competition with just Joneses because there are issues all over the world. The Joneses! That's <laughs> real! Literally! Wait, did, you just, did you just perfectly describe the United States' cancer sun opposite Capricorn Pluto perfectly yes. in a chart? They, we are literally keeping up with the Joneses. That's as what it is, and that's why everybody's faking countries. it on Instagram. That's why everyone's faking it. And literally, I've hung around so many rich people, and it's all a facade. The pretty girls, they're underpaying them and exploiting them. All of the stuff that they have, they're literally taking out debt, like literally scamming, lying. If anyone ever looks into the state of Florida... <laughs> That oh, right there could get me killed. Boy, I don't really want to run for the governor of Florida. It's the Wild West. <laughs> Woo! The Wild West. Think of the boy. Florida's scary because Florida is swamp land, which means people don't realize Florida is the most inspirational American story ever. Florida only exists because the Seminole natives, which were a collection of native tribes, were pushed down into florida into these swamps where yes. the white man could not survive and I was, well, that's, wow sorry i remember i read this entire article about how florida like is was deemed unlivable by like literally as you just said exactly the white because of its uh environment and then they're like yeah that's fine and then that's why like literally that's why because southern florida I, southern Southern Florida is a uh, room to get into this American history lesson. <laughs> Southern Florida will sink. Like, it's like not even a question about if it will sink. It will sink. Like, like Northern Florida is already sinking and crumbling off the sides. Like, I literally live in Florida and I'm just watching it sink into the sea every year. And I'm like, I will soon become a mermaid. Why do you think I don't wear clothes, people? I don't wear clothes because we're always in the water. Literally always. It's wild. But but anyways, no. So, so but basically, yeah, Southern Florida was deemed unlivable. And so, yeah, as you said, they pushed all of these like other communities there until they realized they could use it for like tourism stuff and then the communities they pushed there they pushed even further into like worse places and like basically gentrified the place they didn't want to be in in the first place it's like pretty fucking crazy florida history is so strange and i can't wait till we start florida episode can we please one more florida story one more florida high thought because this one's gonna really bring it all home Florida, if you really want to learn about American history, you got to go to Florida. Like, literally, Florida's so- You got to go to see them gators. Boy! get them gators. Boy! Okay, first of all, love gator. It is delicious. My One of my favorite meats. One of my favorite meats, absolutely. The only meat you've eaten, right? The only meat you've eaten, right? fish, I guess. Uh, everybody who did not see you, you know you, you can just only guess um, what kind of uh, meat <laughs> to, to eating. Goodness. <laughs> 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 
I'm sorry. I feel like I just stimulated <laughs> oral sex and this then like also- it came. <laughs> <laughs> the this the, is- the, <laughs> the booming sound was come. <laughs> everybody to know that this is this is exactly a Sagittarius because Six was crying on this podcast not five minutes ago maybe and now we are screaming about um semen exploding semen which are people from Florida bringing it back to my Florida story (laughs) speaking of Florida Semen, like you thought it wasn't gonna go back. You, what does come have to? T- what does oh come? Ha- Bro, I got a joke. I got a joke for you. I got. What does? What does come? What does ejaculation? I'm gonna tell this one to the sex community. What does ejaculation have to do with Florida? Semen. I mean, America- Florida is about to go oh. underground. I was also about to say Florida is as uh, as America's droopy dick. <laughs> Yes. Literally, why does Donald Trump look like Donald Trump's head looks like the shape of America? And like instead of a nose, we gave him a droopy Wait. dick. Oh my god, stop. Why is that is that a conspiracy that tr- Donald Trump looks like America? So that's why he ended up as president. But like with a squidward nose. With a like, dick face. Donald Trump is a dick face. absolutely absolutely he is a he literally looks like he has a dick on his face i i we have no sound effects so i'm trying i'm trying new things i know um yeah shit i I, I, sorry it it, it escaped my mind too quick i was gonna figure out find a sound effect usually i'm really good at that gemini rising damn it damn it okay one story one story one story only florida so Personally, as a child, I was really confused why white people, like once I became older and started dating white guys or just white people, just interacting with them, I got confused why they got offended by the term cracker. (laughs) Because I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's only like one way that one could have popped out. The sound of the whips, duh, come on, common sense. Like, are y'all saltine crackers? Like, the fuck? Flake, 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 flaky? Are white people flaky? Kind of flaky on your commitments because you said you would give us 20. Wow. <laughs> to I 40 years thought, in a mule. <laughs> I always thought that they were called, we, we, they, we, white people. I thought always thought white people were called crackers because they were, like, flavorless like crackers usually are. Oh, no, that's the joke. We've been making jokes about you for years. But that makes all the fucking sense. And in Florida... In North Florida, wow. there's my a brain place. is like, duh, Shannon. <laughs> and in Florida, there's a place called Cracker Town. And I've actually met people who have referred to themselves as an ethnic group of Florida crackers. Like, oh my God, that I is a whole. Town, Florida, isn't yeah, that's... there? Yeah, so when white people get offended by being called crackers, I'm like, that's what the fuck you are, cracker. Literally, like, you crack the whip. Like, Come on, like, or, you know what? And what I read, another way that term has derived cracker was the sound the whips made when they, like, also whipped the bulls while they were doing the horse and buck. Like, there's a lot of variations of cracker, but, like, yeah, come on, guys. Like, I don't understand why some white people got offended by the term cracker, because in Florida, cracker was just what people called them. Yeah, and also it's funny how they'd say they were proud. I literally just Googled uh, the history. 
They were proud of the title as they quote quote cracked the whip, rounding up their cattle, rounding up their cattle, cattle, y'all. Just so you know, it's cattle, not slaves. The ancestors. I felt that shit. Oh my god, I hate white people. Their homes cracker homes and usually denoted them being built in a certain design unique to the Florida climate and geography. So they are cracked cracker homes and they they are proud of their crack the whip name, but it's about cattle, of course. Everybody. I just hate, but at the same time, they won't let yeah. niggas be on TV for more than like 20 scenes as a human. We always gotta turn into a mythical animal or some shit. Oh my god. Ugh. Literally, when Literally, like, white people just le- started letting, like, black people out the mask. Like, before they had, like, black people as Barney or they had black people as the go, go, go. Because Laverne, whatever, they were, like, black people from a distance. Black people, literally, there are whole think pieces about how we barely get on scenes for a very I think long they time. Have, I think they have a, a, a statue of the Blues Brothers in their town. Wait, wait I've... Never gone to Cracker Town because I don't want to get I'm lynched. I'm going to the link that I'm looking at because this is intriguing to me. Wait, um, this is kind of crazy. I, okay, so for obvious reason. In Florida, it usually means a native person born and raised in Florida is literally what Cracker, apparently. Cracker take Crackers take on many meanings. In Florida, it usually means a native person born and raised in Florida and wow. the thing is, I want to remind y'all one other thing. Florida is a swing state because anything goes. Yep. It's the Wild West. Y'all don't even know what cracker actually means. Also, Florida, cracker Florida means is- that. What cracks are you hearing? The sun? The the ripe? What is a cracker, everyone? That's the question. Well, also think about how uh, it's a swing state because when I was looking at Florida's chart the other day, they have literally Uranus and Jupiter conjunct in the 11th house aka politics baby they are fucking they know you want to know what happened it's a big deal florida knows how to i'm real confused florida knows how to what nothing did you just mute yourself on purpose when you said that i don't know did i'm just like really (laughs) shook by this town there are a lot of racist fucking towns in this city and this i mean city in this country all, of, of all this, city, city, all this, city, all this, literally city, all, all this, city. every city, well, the whole I mean, entire nation of mean, America. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, but I mean, like the founding of this town and the name, and like these, like, like literally so many. Yeah, most, most, yeah, okay, every okay, single okay. one. Because no matter how you rationalize it, literally, it's so funny because I had a healing circle with black people, and we were talking about. Like, you know, the trauma of being black and how racism took our dads away. And like, no matter how indirectly or directly they were taken away, like historically, our dads have just been like taken away from us. And it just kind of, I don't know, man, it makes you not want to go to towns like Fr- Crackertown. Like, I get what you're yeah, saying, dude. Uh, like, there, I feel like Crackertown is like one of those towns where... Those are where the white people in Florida especially don't like niggers. I said the word because I had to say the word to make the white people uncomfortable. Hard R. Hard R. I said (laughs) I reclaimed the word for the purpose of education as a black person. 
white people have been doing it for centuries and more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Deserved. Oh, man. Wow. What? I just think it's so crazy how you could probably hide so many bodies in the Everglades. Like, Florida, I just, I, I hate this state. I get antsy. <laughs> I fucking hate it here. I hate it here so much. I feel like everything is illegal. Everything is illegal. Everything is illegal. Yeah, oh also my everything God. is illegal at the same time. Like, oh, oh my God. Oh, I want to leave. I want to leave. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. I hate it here. I hate it here. It's such, it's so scary. Florida is one of those governments where if you speak out about it, you might get killed. I have nothing more to say about the state of Florida. Well, good thing we're going to have a whole episode where we talk about Florida's birth chart and you can have oh, a whole say. Can we have that one when I leave the state? Actually, yeah, perfect. Love that for you. Thank you. Right? Right? Right, bitch? Right? Uh, Wow. Um, Meanwhile, my friend DM'd me, or my friend texted me to ask me about this uh, girl he matched with on Tinder, and she has the same big three as one of my, like, best friends, and it's so funny. And I'm like, wow, she's going to be like this, 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 and this, and this, and this. (laughs) They have really similar charts, not born in the same year, but still have the big same three. It's wild. Ugh. I love when that happens. Vroom, vroom again. Oh, golly. It looks like it's time to skedaddle. Yeah, literally. Okay, great. Time to vroom, vroom out of this bitch. Oh, man. I like that we're having random sound effects. I hope I, the sound effects of LA we can play off of. I like this. This is fun. Yeah. No, I actually, it's, it's, it's. It's funny because I just never can tell which of them you can actually hear because of the mic. So, so I can't actually tell which of a them are louder. It's a surprise. It's like a Polaroid yeah. picture. Yes. These Hold moments are more authentic. I think during Aquarius, Pluto, we're all going to start getting film cameras again. I love film cameras. Me I love too. that stuff. Really, you it's also, know? I wish I had like access. Like, I wish I, post COVID, maybe I'll find a place where like dark rooms are so fun, soothing. Mm so soothing because you can like it's a process you're alone you're in a dark room oh my god i'm such a scorpio mercury um, <laughs> bro this you're is like, like stuff that they make sociopaths do and like literal- detectives. oh my god this is my literal scorpio sixth house popping out so hard when i was like i would just like go to the dark room in college and just like develop pictures for fun just to like escape from shit and i just be in this dark room and it's so soothing to watch pictures just appear, you know, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Especially because you mess with them basically as a projection of light onto this thing. It's, it, uh, it's dark room is cool. Highly recommend to everybody. If you have like, if there's a community center or somewhere, our place, artsy place, anywhere where you can go have a dark room, uh, use, use Aquarius transits to, you know uh, what? You know what? I love you, Shannon. I love you. You're going to be my silent Bob forever. Yes. We are going to be wise. We are going to be those wise old auntie ladies. I think that's what Sagittarius, that's what we get to be when we're old is wise. We get to be the wise advice people who always have an answer because we've experienced and we've lived it all. That's why Sagittarius is the, like, is, you know, Jupiter wisdom, right? Because we get, we have experienced a lot so we always have some good ass advice and we're gonna be like those old little ladies 
I can't Give wait until we're just. And I'm gonna be your godparent for I, your or your you god, have, goddess mother for your children. You are definitely going to be a mother goddess to my. There we go, mother goddess. That's the term. <gasps> that's the term because I didn't want to do godparents, but I definitely feel like I will have like a coven of mother god yes for my children. And oh my like god. that coven is yes. going to make the best. Bro, I just You're am Pisces naturally right now. I'm dead. Your Pisces fifth is like, let's all universally raise our children in a sweet That's, coven. Okay, so world. ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to have kids from all over the world, not in a fetishy way, just because I think everyone from all over the world is sexy and I want to have kids. And like it's not <laughs> that I don't want to be married, it's just that like I could have kids with different parents and I could adopt kids with people that I liked. And it just makes me so happy that like at 25, I finally feel confident enough to just be polyamorous because that's who I am. And it it really like, it's really hard for me to be monogamous because people suck. People suck. I also, I have, I have met a lot of room, room. I have met a Damn. lot of people. I have met a lot of people who identify as Polly, and you are by far. And I want this to be a compliment. You are by far the one of the people that I'm like. Oh yeah, you are pop, like you are. Because some people, I don't know, not just not to talk. I don't know. It's just I've known a lot of people who are poly for a minute because they need like a third person to band-aid their two-person relationship you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and that's not the right that's not no that's not the right way to do it and but you really are like someone who because you i think you just you just give me such healthy poly vibes like you really could have healthy poly relationships with multiple people unlike a lot of people who can barely have a healthy relationship with one person so i don't know i just feel like you have the ability to maintain healthy relationships with multiple people at once, which I don't know. It's just great. Lovely. I think it's because you will always I have, be my wife. So I, and like, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, it's like, I think, you know, and this is a shout out to, um, cancer risings and cancer placements. I think a lot of y'all and, uh, well, I guess us, but a lot of, really for cancer rising people, a lot of you have this idea of how relationships should be and like what they should look like and so forth and how should they should play out. And you have to remove that. Like there's no one right way. And there's such a various, like it takes management. And first of all, you have to learn how to manage yourself before you can manage any other relationship. Hell yeah. Car says room room in agreement. <laughs> Thank you, Car. Shout out to the people know. who are sexually I, attracted to cars. I genuinely want to understand, though, like 100%. I want to understand what is fun about room rooming your car out there in place. Are you just showing off? What are you showing off? I'm sure you probably just have like a fucking Honda Civic. This ain't. I think he this- could be challenging someone. Um, uh, maybe. I, I don't know. People are so simple. It really could be that he just enjoys the way it sounds. 
I get. I fucking get. That's Cancer Mercury shit. retrograde. He just likes the feeling. You know what it is? Vroom, okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I like the vroom, vroom, car go vroom, vroom, firework go boom, boom. Here's another really? one. So I once had a guy tell me, you should like ride on my motorcycle. And I'm like, I don't really do motorcycles. Wow. And then eventually he <laughs> ended up confessing. He's like, well, like, Guys like to have girls ride on their motorcycles because it makes them horny. And I was like, oh, so you were trying to skip me around so you could try to take advantage of a situation. Does it make you horny, I guess, because it like it's buzzing up on your like mm, clitoris? Horny. It's like, and I think that's such like a I, I think that if that's something you discuss with someone before. Like it, I, like I, I think that men would actually sit down there and go rev rev if they think that worked because a lot of people don't understand how the vagina or anything works really. Yeah, go look okay. down and see if there are two people on the floor. <laughs> Damn. Oh uh, man, this was a fun episode. Thank you for going was, here with me. This was a much fun, much more fun second half. I feel like not that the first half wasn't I fun. I feel like we need to have a whole high. Th- we need to expand out high thoughts, maybe. Yeah, I'm I just okay feel- with doing longer podcasts. Wow, God, oh, my heart, my Gemini rising heart, my Mercury heart. Oh, I'm thrown on me. <laughs> It's grown <laughs> on me. I because like the thing is, I think it's really about making this podcast feel healing. I feel like, yeah. you know, um, from the start, freaking like Taurus, like composite moon, Taurus and ten, moon. Like for us, like we literally have to deal with the sounds and our surrounding and our environment. And I feel like that's part of the charm of the pod. Here's Miso. Would it have been an episode without Miso? No. I know he hasn't made, made a moment, had a moment in a while. Miso. And Miso, I feel like- hi. Come on. There we go. I wonder what, oh. I wonder if Miso was challenging us to talk longer. Maybe. What was me so saying, it. guys? Girls, I wish I knew like a pet psychic or something. You know, I want any any mediums listening to this that can uh, tell me what my my cat is telling me because he's always talking to me, and I need to know that he's not just talking to me about feeding him. Mm. But I think that might be it. I don't know his chart, but I genuinely believe he has a Taurus moon or rising. I mean, look at this chubster. Look at this chubster who's always begging me for food. Look at his round little face, too. Taurus rising face. So cute. I cannot wait until I, I get my cat because I just... You're going to have such a perfect cat. cat. You're going to have the most perfect cat, and I can't wait because I love, like, going to shelters for pet animals or for pets is, like, the best thing ever because you truly... you you will be drawn to a cat immediately and you it won't even matter what they look like. At least that was was it was for me. And I feel like that's like the classic sign that you're definitely like a witch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's like animals really just choose you. Uh I don't know. I love it. And I really I, can't wait to have a third cat eventually. I just want one cat because responsibility is rough for me. And maybe Oh yeah, yeah. I just 
or maybe I'll I only got a second cat because I was just like I had my first I one feel for a like while. I could trust a monkey. Oh my god, I'm dead! Shut up, you're a Scorpio stallion. No, bitch, don't get a monkey. But I like monkeys. It's not; they are not normal pets. We do not you're need right. to put monkeys. I don't need anymore. Monkey. Okay, yeah. what kind of pet? We do not I need to be Justin Bieber. I genuinely believe no, though a cat would be good. No, it's not really a Justin Bieber thing. It's more so of like, like a literal emotional support animal that hopefully maybe me and I could bridge the gap because I, I like, I literally You're just like I'm so interested. I'm so interested in different forms of therapy. Like, I, I really want. I maybe I should wow. go back. So I used to do horseback riding as a child. Maybe I should go back into that because it was really good for my nerves. Bitch, I used to do horseback riding stuff. Bitch, too. are we the same bitch? Sagittarius. <laughs> I need I need all the Sagittarius horse girls to stand the fuck up. Okay. Oh man. Sagittarius horse girls, stand the fuck up. We exist. We are here. Bro. We are queer. Probably Long by now. Legs. Every like, you horse wanna what? You wanna know what? You wanna what? I bet La Siega Boulevard on the Prowl family had a Sagittarius placement. Stop. With them, them feet, them long ass toes. And La she Siega. swam. And she swam. <laughs> ah, and we swam. Stop. I'm done. This is La it. Siega Boulevard was a freaking Sagittarius. Period. <laughs> wow. Yeah, wow. Okay. Um, first of all, it's a private man Disney Plus now because that's the rewatch I'm trying to be down on. I I I, I would rewatch Alboro. Oh, it would be so fun to rewatch the Proud Family. Because, because what lessons did they try to teach us? Right? I need to re I need to refresh them. Shout I, out to I, Zoe. I was, I was a stay, I was a Proud Family stand. If it was on on Disney when I was like flipping through channels, I always watched it when I was young. I thought it was the funniest fucking Friend. show. Friend, do you realize that Disney made a whole trope of like white girls like you? <laughs> there was there literally ah! like we are literally Raven and like Chelsea. We okay, are but but like I've had a lot of friendships like that. I'm dead. We are literally Penny and Zoe, the color of friendship. Oh my god. Wow. It's a whole trope. We, we are that trope living and li living, laughing, loving, and breathing out here right now. Vroom. <laughs> All right. I really got to go. My boo is yeah. in a different continent and is going to face me. And I'm going to yell at her. <laughs> I'm going to finally get all the answers I want. We stand a Okay. Okay, Scorpio Sally. I was about to say we stand a Sagittarius with I a manifest. With international love interests. Uh, um, yeah, it's really funny because everyone I'm talking to, I'm like, personally, I'm not one of those people that feels like I have to talk about if I'm dating within my race or interracial. It's really okay. none of your business. What yeah, I also, do. Like, <laughs> also, it doesn't matter who anyone, we should, why should anybody have the expectation of no, whatever? Yeah, I don't really think it matters. I feel like even my ethnicity, I keep it very vague. And maybe if you like know anything about my culture like you learn what i could be mixed with but i really i feel like people fetishize ethnicity and i just i just no reason to talk about my partners with that being said mine is in a different continent and i gotta go yep boom 
All right, do that, and uh, love to see it. I'm going to go, too. Hang right. with my boo. This is 6, at Black Woman Cry on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, pretty much all the sussa fucking medias. I write for Bustle, including a willy, and if you look out, I might even be on some magazines. Who knows? Hey! Amazing. Check out my SoundCloud. Uh, fuck yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Astrology Chef, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I'm about to order open reading soon. Be on the lookout if you care. I just have to wait kind of probably until Mercury is not retrograde anymore. LOL. But it's in my second house. So, and I have a natal Mars retrograde. So maybe I should just like fuck it and open it during random Mercury retrograde. Mm. Who cares? But TBD, TBD, TBD. Anyway, um, follow our Twitter, Sucks Astrology. Our Instagram, Astrology Sucks Pod. Love us, DM us. I will respond. Six might respond. I will always share the things with six. <laughs> we get six grace. Six has much more um, social media, uh, le- or much less social media spoons than I do. But anyway, I am working on trying to get a personal assistant. And really, I just need someone to help me organize myself. So, um, yeah, I when wow. that happens, I think that we will be able to regularly post on the pod because one of the assignments I'll give them is just please just post. We're so tired. It is so hard. It is so hard. This is a job. This is a job that we do not get paid to do. Yep. sometimes we do sometimes get paid but oh my god this is legitimately a job thank you so much for supporting us in the ways that you do by the way everyone yeah. by sharing our content literally all the posts on twitter about y'all being like hey this is the episode listen to astrology sucks my favorite podcast. first of all sometimes it's hard to feel like we're doing good because we're not like you know in like the tons of high ranks but for the few people who do listen to us we freaking really appreciate you you fucking e-colders oh my god it's honestly like makes my heart sing anytime i see people mention us in the podcast and like how they listen to an episode and thought about something or how they're you know i saw someone like tweet about our uh listening to the gemini episode and then was kind of like live tweeting as they listened and i was like oh my god i'm emotional (laughs) so like Seriously, that shit means a lot to us, especially because we're still little, like, wee baby podcast vibes. So uh, everything matters. And ratings on Apple matter. If you love us, please just give us, like, a five star, you know? Because mm-hmm. we out here trying, grinding. Yeah, man. Yeah. But anyway, Ecolt, we love you. Mean it. Stay inside. That second wave is coming. Uh, fight, the, fight the power. Fuck the police. And if the FBI is, the FBI is li- listening, um, America, yay? I don't know. I just can't even fake it right now. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Fuck the police Bye. coming straight from the underground. Got it back in the route. <laughs> Wait, fuck. I'm sorry. I like. I used to protest a lot, and like that's the song that my friends and I would play around Boca Raton, Florida, and like. Oh man, I had like I feel like sometimes I like just put. Of course, my freaking cousin's gonna text me like right now <laughs> during cancer. Cancer, listening to grow in ages. Alrighty, I'll talk to you later, guys. All right, bye, Cole. Love you, mean it. Mwah. Bye. <laughs>